Sporkies, welcome back to another episode of your favorite horror movie podcast. Today, I'm joined by Gavin. Hello. I actually picked a movie for once. This was wholeheartedly my pick. I confidently picked it. And apparently I didn't remember it very well. We watched The Fourth Kind, 2009. Um, Sticks out very hard in my memory because it was one of the few movies that I got to watch um, as a child. So I was 11 in 2009, and the movie's only PG-13, and we watched it, like, broad daylight, like a Wednesday afternoon, rented it from Blockbuster, and, uh... Shout out, Blockbuster. R.I.P. Blockbuster. And, you know, a lot more documentary-esque than I remember. Like, hardcore documentary. Like... Not even really a horror movie. <laughs> what did this is fun fact? Gavin's first time seeing it though. It is. I did not. Yes. I was not expecting that. So fresh set of eyes. What did you think of it? With no spoilers. Right. So I mean, is it a spoiler to say that it's about aliens? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So it's about aliens. Um, but I think I mentioned this once or twice on here already. Like, I I I grew up watching exclusively like Cartoon Network and the History Channel. And the all ever as everyone knows, the only thing on the History Channel is ancient <laughs> Egypt, ancient aliens, and then like stuff about Jesus and how it's like fake, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so when I was watching this, firstly the reason I I don't watch almost any alien based horror movies just because I think I'm pretty desensitized to it. So I don't really even consider them horror like, I, I only consider anything alien science fiction. But I can understand why it's hor- horrifying to people. So, like, I get it. <laughs> this movie, watching it, I was like, wow, I really can see why this would be freaky, especially because of the way it's depicted in the movie, which I will just won't say in case it's a spoiler. Um, but to me, personally, it was, you know, just a movie. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of, it was just getting through it because they were mentioning stuff that like is based in actual like historical fact, but I saw it coming and I literally <laughs> like, I could have, <laughs> I could have told you how this movie was going to go just be based on the way they were taking it, like how they were basing it in history. Um, but it doesn't mean it's bad. I, I think it was a, a an enjoyable movie and I enjoyed having my knowledge of aliens validated in a movie, <laughs> but um, in terms of a horror for me personally and other ancient alien enthusiasts, I don't know how horrifying <laughs> it really truly is. Yeah, it's kind of on the nose with everything that it does relating to aliens. There's nothing new here or different or some different depiction of aliens. I'd say what's unique to it, maybe, and I, this much I don't even know, um, slight spoiler, I suppose, the alien in the movie is represented by this white owl. And I didn't, I didn't Google historical significance of white owls, but uh, I don't know if they meet you on your deathbed or something, <laughs> but that might be unique to this movie relating to aliens. But other than that, um, I don't know. There were some interesting things said about this movie upon its release, not super crazy controversial, but uh, source for today will be uh, Ryan Hollinger's video on this movie. Uh, does a lot of uh, video essays on horror movies. We've talked, I've talked about it before. Either way, 
He put out a really good video on this movie that I'll be sure to link in the episode description before. So, briefly, this movie, like I said, came out in 2009. It's two years after Paranormal Activity's huge success and huge marketing campaign kind of goes viral for the sake of, you know, 2007. So, you know, however viral that is. But this movie, through Universal Studios, went super aggressive with their marketing campaign and... Their biggest issue is that they tried to sell this entire movie as fact and nothing but fact. Like, I don't even, it didn't even open with based on a true story. It just presents itself as a documentary, takes itself very seriously. Yeah, it, <laughs> it tried to do that thing where, like, the actors tell you they're in a movie. Yeah. Like, I hate, I hate that shit. <laughs> but I get why they do it. It definitely yeah, like, it had me convinced. If I didn't already know it wasn't real, I, I mean, I I would have been like googling: Is the fourth kind actually a real movie? Question mark. You know? Right. No, so, for sure. Like 2009, 11 year old Dan, I had limited internet access, so I just watched this movie and I was like, "That sucks." <laughs> he was on the BCPS That's... library computer. Is the fourth <laughs> kind real? Yeah, getting sent to the principal's office for looking up aliens. So I'm supposed to be doing my assignments. Yeah. No, I I was just like, "That's." crazy how that happened in alaska uh and and they say it happens in like the first week of october of the year 2000 and my brother was born in 2000 and i'm like man that's some weird some weird uh time assortment he is interesting (laughs) he's actually just he is the alien confirmed (laughs) no but yeah, they tried to sell this entire thing as fact, and so Universal Studios even quoted Alaskan reporters, I believe it was, he says in the video. Again, double-check me there if you really want to. He says, Universal Studios quoted some Alaskan news sources to make their credibility seem even more legit, and those same news reporters ended up suing Universal Studios <laughs> because they were just really hell-bent on trying to prove that this was all very real. Yeah. So spoilers, it's not. Sorry if you didn't already think they do some that. They do some good stuff. It, they do some really good stuff to make you think it's real, though. Like <laughs> I, I do appreciate the lengths that they took. They they try. They try their hardest. Lengths they went. Sorry. Some other the other issues they had were other psychologists instantly speaking out about the movie and saying the harsh. Uh, representation of hypnosis practices were on display we're like you're making psychologists look like the bad guy and the enemy and that people need to fear us because this is what we do to them i don't know 2009 was a different time i guess (laughs) if people bought this from top to bottom uh i don't know so if psychology is the issue in america you know it's something much deeper than that (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's just aliens right uh, but you know, like I said, a lot more documentary than I thought. So not very scary. I'll recommend it. If you like documentaries that are real, this is just fun to watch because it's all fake, but it's still done. Like I said, super serious documentary style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you look at it like that, it's a well put together documentary. Is it a very good scary movie ish? I enjoyed the overlapping, like, the in quotes actors and then the real yeah. people. I I liked the side by sides. I'm not gonna lie, that was good. And they double down on it because in the credits they only credit the dramatization actors. So like 
who's in this movie? Will Patton, Mila Jovovich. Um, but the people they are portraying from the quote-unquote real footage aren't credited in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> so they really, again, really, really want you to buy it all. But I'd say the real actors did a better job than the dramatization actors. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's typically how it goes. <laughs> I feel like in any, like, mockumentary movie that I've seen, the people that are, like, are the flashback people <laughs> yeah. are way better actors than the <laughs> actual actors. But, I mean, I'm sure it's on purpose. Right. And they try to do the thing as well where they, like, put, like, a vintage filter on the footage yeah. to make it seem, like, super... But it's still, like, a little bit too clean. Yeah. So it still doesn't look very 2000. Like but they tried. Chat. Yeah, I can. Yeah, it looks like a VCR Snapchat filter. I can respect their efforts to try to, you know, really, you know, really do it. But without further ado, we have to talk about this movie critically. Uh, yikes! I wow, jeez. Critically speaking, what do you think this movie scored on Rotten Tomatoes? So hint. Under fifty percent. Yeah, I was I was thinking like before before you answer if I'm right or wrong, I was thinking like thirty. Um, <laughs> but just watching this movie, everybody knows Mila Jovovich, terrible actor. <laughs> and then this was so not good. Will Patton's best performance. Not that he's that great. <laughs> uh, Will, Will Patton is much better at flirting with Laurie Strode and being bad at hunting Michael Myers mm-hmm. than being a dickhead cop about aliens. He was just like I don't know. Mila just kept whispering the whole movie. <laughs> People would be across the room, and she's just whispering. I had to keep turning my volume up, and then the alien would pop up, and it would just blow my eardrums out. <laughs> so bad. So, so, yeah, funny. I was thinking, like, 30 while I was watching. Uh, so it's actually a fair bit lower than that. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was giving it too yeah. much credit. I actually liked it, so I don't know. Right? So this movie actually got an eighteen percent. I thought you were gonna say eight. <laughs> like, Honestly, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it says uh, critics' consensus. While it boasts a handful of shocks, the fourth kind is a hokey and clumsy, and makes its close encounters seem eerily mundane. Close encounters, <laughs> hokey and clumsy. Interesting. There's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I see the clumsy. There was a couple right. things Mila did. And I, that they needed to reshoot. <laughs> I don't think it was very hokey, though. Oh, yeah. I don't really even know I, what that means. Well, <laughs> I don't really know I, what I, that I, means. The, the biggest <laughs> issue with the film comes towards the end, but we'll talk about, or my opinion, yeah. at least the biggest issue. Um, audience score fared much, not much better, but better than 18%. What do you think it is? Is it over 50? No. Yeah, it's got to be like 41. That's it. <laughs> you did it. He did it. That counts. Oh, <laughs> Nailed it. That, right. <laughs> that is a perfect, perfect guess. No audience review, but the 41%, that's fine. I, like I said, as a child, was scared by it because I didn't know what to expect. And with limited horror movie access, you know, this movie got me. It didn't get me this time, though. That's for sure. And if you weren't, but I can like, appreciate it. If you weren't just raised on aliens, then, yeah, it would be pretty, uh, that movie's pretty spooky. Like, I mean, because it mm-hmm. tells you it's real, and then, you know, I hope this isn't a spoiler, mm-hmm. it frames it like a possession movie. It does. So okay. it's like, interesting. 
you know, you're watching this, you're like, oh my God, ghosts are aliens. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> you know, you, you get hit with like a triple whammy of real life aliens that are also ghosts. And you're like, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I'm thinking on it right now, alien media kind of is just not like it's its own it feels like now it's an underground appreciated culture and it's not at the at the surface anymore for some reason. It's kind of topical that and you know, I didn't think about it while I picked this movie, but uh to date this episode, what was it, like two weeks ago now, they shot down a random like hexagon shaped <laughs> yeah. object. Well, been last week. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if they ever identified it or told us what it was or no. what's happening. Biden was supposed so, to the other day, and I just don't think he really said anything. I think, I think they know what's good. They don't want to tell us. Uh, well, it's it's crazy just because, like, at this time, you know, it was this time and way, way earlier, but it was always, like, you know, what's the best word? Like, uh, what were they called? Ghost Hunters, the guys in the, uh roto rooter van those guys yeah like all these ghost hunting shows so ghosts were like late 90s early 2000s into the 2010s huge on ghosts and then all of a sudden ancient aliens hits and this movie hits and people are re-watching the original alien people are re-watching close encounters people are talking about war of the worlds all this crazy shit and all of a sudden aliens are like front and center everything you see on tv is aliens any movie about aliens doesn't even do well because everyone's like, I already, I already know everything about fucking aliens. I don't need to see that. You know, it's so now yeah. I feel like if we start getting some pump back in ghost based movies, I feel like they might do pretty well because it's not, I don't know, man. not as mainstream anymore. Aliens are just the front runners. They're right. But it's like the only thing that's done exceptionally well alien related is alien. And that's just because well, that design is so iconic. Yeah. I feel like, and because but everything I, else I alien related just tries to be based in so much historical knowledge. I guess except for Nope. That's that's ignorant oh, of me yeah. to say. Well, nope was a very unique so take. Yeah, that's yeah. That was I'd say it's But but just just goes to show with Gavin's point that aliens are the forefront that we had Jordan Peele do a fucking gigantic movie on aliens. So. If if or yeah, if anything, you could take that movie, twist it around a little bit and turn it into a, a discourse on the, how mainstream aliens are like yeah yeah you know, everybody's looking to the sky and you know i won't say uh, what happens perfect, you gotta go watch it segue. <laughs> while while retention is still high next week spork feeding number two we're talking about aliens uh if there's any specific fuck stories that shit up bro <laughs> <laughs> if there's any specific stories you want us to look into that you recommend maybe no roswell um, if I, anybody says roswell you're getting blocked <laughs> on is that spotify the, <laughs> is that the 19th Who's the 1950s story of the couple? Is that that's not Roswell? Do you know who I'm talking about? Is that the where it lands in their yard in Kentucky or whatever? <laughs> it's like a the. Nah, I have no idea. I don't. Really I think know. so. I think you're. I. It's a famous couple. Um, but I think she's like crazy nowadays. So people are like, oh, we don't know <laughs> if you were telling the truth. I think her name was Betty. I don't know. I, I'm showing my lack of intelligence, but either way, I know that's a big story. There's like a ten part audio docu-series on Spotify about it, so, like, don't ask us about that one, please. That's yeah, all I have. you've got, like, a little quirky one that, like, is in common. <laughs> little quirky we'll one. We'll have personal stories, I suppose, because this movie represents an idea about it that we're gonna discuss, too. So, let us know. Sport Feeding 2 next week. Be there. 
Uh, without further ado, we'll address the spoiler section. So we're going to get into the movie now. Uh, like I said, super documentary heavy, so I don't want to go step by step. would just be to recount a documentary. Moving so, to doing a documentary on a documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so not, real. not really <laughs> interesting. Like we said, uh, Amelia Jovovich is playing Abigail Taylor that we get to see from the found footage. Uh, it's weird to talk about almost because, again, it's an actor playing an actor that's trying to be real. That isn't. Yeah, for the sake of this, let's just. We're going to just pretend that the the fake real Abigail Taylor <laughs> is not in this movie. And we're just going to. This is. We're going to focus on Mila because then we don't have to confuse ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mila approaches us to immediately shatter the fourth wall and is letting us know what we're about to watch is a dramatization of an account um, of events that occurred from October 1st through October 7th in the year 2000. And she's playing the main doctor that it all happened to. And also the host of this documentary. Um, her co-host is Olatundi last name that I won't announce because I don't want to be rude. And he's just playing himself. He is the one that's interviewing the, quote, real Abigail Taylor, last mention of her. And so that's all he does. We come back to him when they want to, like, interview her. The movie ends with the real one and her interview. So, yeah. yeah. But majority of the movie is through Amelia's portrayal of it. And just super perfect time capsule for 2009 with their effects and the style that it's done in and again it's so serious and so funny um we start the movie flying over the city of Nome, alaska and i believe as well for this movie the mayor i think or governor was talked to about this movie and he was like yeah, the movie was beautifully shot, but Nome, Alaska doesn't look like that. <laughs> That's way too nice of a town. And that, the other thing that Ryan Hollinger said, that uh, Nome, Alaska looks more like the village represented in 30 Days of Night. If you ever watch okay. that vampire movie. Great. And they was like, That's a more accurate portrayal. <laughs> Do we know so, where the movie was actually shot? Uh... No, no idea. Probably That's like, probably one of the like generic gripes I have with the movies. It's not very uh, varied in its locations. Like we're okay. in Alaska, we're in Alaska, but we don't ever spend any time outside in Alaska. No, you're just and like Alaska in a house the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're in a house. You're outside of a house, and that's really it. <laughs> And, like, Alaska is a very pretty state, according to the photos I see that the government shows me. So, I, I don't know why they didn't, you know, use more of it. But they probably also didn't really shoot in Alaska, if I had to assume. You know what else kind so, of bothered me a little bit? This might just be that? my college degree getting in my way. <laughs> that there was... I don't... I didn't fact check this, you know. I don't know if she was. I might be assuming her ethnicity. But, in from my view, without knowing who is... Who any of these people are? I think I only saw one Native American person in this whole movie, and it takes place in an Alaskan town. <laughs> yeah, come on, yikes! <laughs> there's, there's not, a, there's right, yeah, there's, yeah. And I think, yeah, it, I think it was the secretary. That's who I am. Yeah, but that, she might not, not even, even. She might just be a tanned 
person. I don't I don't know. I this might be <laughs> problematic to say, but I just they could have zero in the movie, which is even worse. I'm trying to give them some credit. <laughs> which again, just the whole credibility just crumbles yeah. further. But yeah, she is opening with these interviews. Uh, we very quickly learn that she lost her husband and she's struggling with his death because she was right next to him when he died, but she can't recall what happened. So she's, you know, trauma blocking naturally. And she's being interviewed by another psychologist. And it's very interesting how they go about it all because nobody's ever very specific. And they're all just like, you have to stop investigating. And she's like, no. But no one ever, she doesn't ever say, nobody, like for what movies do and how much movies love dumping exposition on us, nobody ever just says concrete what specifically she's investigating like she doesn't even say that she's doing a sleep study on the town she's just interviewing these people and they all just so happen to have issues with their sleep that are all exactly the same and he's like well the sheriff's just like you need to stop that hypnosis shit and then he's like yeah we've been having people go missing since 1960 and i'm like this is from the year 2000 (laughs) and now you're mad uh right and she just lives a sad life in this town, and I don't think anybody likes her. She's never <laughs> used her outside voice, ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> and everybody, like, bullies her, basically. Even her like, kid. Your... Yeah, yeah. Kid actors are bad in this movie. <laughs> they have very limited roles, and for as much as the older kid is, like, a dickhead and, like, speaks out a lot against her, he doesn't... Like, there's no... he's. They don't give him a reason to be a dickhead. <laughs> like, he kind of just, like, the sheriff is rude to her because the sheriff's the sheriff. And he's like, I gotta figure out what's going wrong in my town. But it's your fault because you're the weird one. <laughs> and so the son kind of just, like, repeats everything he says in a weird, like, daddy issue kind of way. Yeah. But, like, it's never, the, the son never says, like... I hate you, and it's your fault that Dad's missing. But the, even the son doesn't get fleshed out as a character. He's just—he's like got to gain tomorrow. She's like, "Who do you play?" He's like, "I already told you, Mom. Dad wouldn't forget." I'm it's fuck like, you, Mom, and like just walks away. It's like, what is what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shut up, kid. Grow up. He's just a dickhead for the sake of being a dickhead. Uh, she has a daughter. Her daughter randomly went blind when the husband died. Apparently, yeah, that was a pretty no. crazy detail. That's. True. Just in random That served no purpose in. to the movie. Other than making her life worse. Oh, That's I it. mean, oh, okay. <laughs> That's all it did. That's all it served the purpose I mean, of. Yeah. Was to, and there was a pretty fucked up line uh, about some... She, like, picked the daughter up from school, and the daughter was upset about something. And some kid said it was her fault that her dad died. Like, yeah, and he was like, you're just faking being blind so you get yeah. more sympathy. <laughs> I was like, oh my what? God. <laughs> I, think, I think she's supposed to be like eight or nine. What nine-year-old thinks to say that? That's so rude. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't doubt it, but like, man, that is rude. So, the, the movie kind of has three separate plot lines that it follows chronologically with basically specific patients. Even though the movie opens up with her interviewing like six different people, yeah, where was we only that follow the, Yeah, I, <laughs> we follow we follow the story of just these two guys, and so we start with Tommy, and just 
it's hard to understand how deeply he's impacted by everything because like we see it at face value but again no no character gets a lot of time on screen to yeah. develop themselves as a character besides her so like uh the whole thing with tommy's really fucked up and honestly i don't remember it being this graphic but uh yeah, it's blurred dude they blur it. it is blurred <laughs> they blur it out but tommy tommy undergoes her hypnosis trial and like recounts events and so this is where i think it's an interesting take on aliens because like so like the aliens visit them through her induced hypnosis that they want to go under because they feel like they can't remember it otherwise yeah it was in this this was like the start of when I, i'm sure i mean, i said it but i'm sure you also thought this as well that it started leaning into like a possession movie mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she they go, they go under this hypnosis and then all of a sudden it's not that they were only remembering they were physically in the moment yeah so it was odd and then things get more extreme to, in the possession aspect later which we'll talk about but just didn't i didn't really i don't know i didn't do you have any like idea of how they were supposed to trying to connect like do you think they had like some type of technology that was being put in them by the aliens and that's how they were getting in quote-unquote possessed by the things i'd assume so right it would have to be some kind of like a transmission something yeah or like a link of some sorts yeah like transmitting their thoughts through it i don't know it's it's an odd take on aliens and how they work which is what i'll give the movie its credit for for doing something different and new with the idea um, it's only new to you, buddy. It's not new to us ancient alien <laughs> enjoyers. Uh, I, oh, sheesh. Sheesh. Yikes. Uh, anyway. I can get into it it's, if you want later. But. <laughs> it's, it's... I don't know. I Because there was more outcry about it when the movie came out again with actual doctors because of again their take on hypnosis study because there it does derive itself from fact like there are specific studies that have been done and i didn't look into them again this is all coming from his video where he has sources cited uh we'll cite actual, him, you go watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you he he mentions there are actual studies that have been done where hypnosis has led to the revelation of memories that were since like repressed basically. So her study and concept is legitimate. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, and they also so, like, frame it of possession. Yeah. And they frame it in the way that like, it's not being present. It's not being repressed due to trauma. It's being repressed like tech, like against their own will. Like, the, yeah. like and, there's a and, point where and, they're like, I need to remember it. Please put me yeah. under this hypnosis. If and you want to remember. for some reason, how somehow her hypnosis is the key to unlocking this mechanism yeah. that's being imposed upon them to release the memories. Um, but then, spoilers, again, we're in that section. So once she unlocks it, basically, it's they become a transmitter for the alien. And are attempting to deliver a message to Abigail specifically for some reason. It's Did you see um, The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It? That's the newest one? Yeah. No, I did not. So, what are the, what's their names? The two people. Who, oh, the Warrens. The Warrens. What's the woman? Uh, Lorraine. Yeah, so Lorraine, in this installment, 
can like I know you know how she has like that ability or whatever. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. <laughs> using her ability, and then she just connects to the person that is, I won't give spoilers to me, but she connects to the bad guy in the movie, and then oh, the boy. bad guy starts connecting back, and I'm <laughs> like, wait, whoa, 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 this isn't, <laughs> and that's that's like what this movie is doing, where they're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna connect with the alien, and the alien's like, oh, hi, I'm here too. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, whoa. <laughs> interesting, and and explores ideas in uh, not too in depth, but explores a generic concept of like Christianity because uh, they do explain that she herself is of religious belief, but is open to accepting and interpreting other beliefs. But the alien in this movie, at some point, possesses a man and says that it is God. And I think it's, she's. It also says I, you don't have to pray. <laughs> so yeah, God. <laughs> it says a whole bunch of fucked up shit, and that and that's where like the the fear comes from because again, unfortunately, if you did just watch this movie raw, then it's ruined now. But uh, <laughs> it, if because it pushes itself so hard to be legit, uh, with things like that, I forgot the train of thought. I totally lost it. Well, I can Damn pick it. up. I think where you were going. Yeah, go for it. In terms of the Christianity thing, where it's like, it it takes this route where it makes everybody, it makes everyone know, like know that the people involved in this are Christians, and then it does things that match up identical to exorcisms, like where they get they get all their bones broken in their fucking body. That one guy, well, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and her, you find out later. Sorry, end of the movie spoiler. Whatever you're in the, <laughs> you're listening to us. Okay, turn us off if you don't want to know. <laughs> She gets all her fucking bones broken too, and they get paralyzed because they, when they're transmitting this alien frequency, they it lifts, they levitate, and their jaw goes, <laughs> you know, like freaking ghost face, and then they break all their bones so in their body, crazy. exactly like an exorcism happening. And it's and it says things like you don't need to pray anymore, and I'm God, and all this stuff. And it was um, funny because then later in the movie she says that she felt hopelessness when it was in, when he was coming through her, but not hopelessness, yeah. hopelessness, hopelessness. Take your time. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. <laughs> this is good. Hopelessness. The way she described it, I don't think she was feeling that. It sounded like he felt it because then she said, or he, whatever the alien is, because he said, I am God. But then she said, he's not God, but he can act like it. That's what, that's what, I was going to get to that quote. So he, he picked up, Gavin nailed it, great. That's, that's where, that, yeah, Thank you. you were, I maybe took a long-winded way to get to your penultimate moment. Yes, but. yeah, she has a direct quote towards the very end of the movie where she says, it cannot be God, but it can pretend to be. So, like, that's the issue with the movie, realistically, is that because it pushes itself, it pushes itself so hard as truth, it then doubles down on it. By actually making aliens the antagonists mm-hmm. in this movie. The the issue at its core is that it doesn't leave it ambiguous enough to the user. It tells us straight up, no, aliens actually are doing all of these things. This is a factual movie. Aliens are real. They fucked all these people up. Even with its conclusion, it triples down on everything and gives us like a fake, this is where everybody is now. Uh, you know, these people declined to be involved with the movie, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 
Um, so it's okay to take itself serious, but it takes itself too serious. And I think it would have been a lot better if it left it all open-ended mm-hmm. because the plot twist, I'll, I'll expose it. I'll, the spoiler, um, her husband wasn't killed by aliens. That's her claim, basically. And that's the hill she's going to die on throughout this entire movie. But, which I thought was fucked up. She, <laughs> they have this huge abduction that happens at the end of the movie. And her daughter gets kidnapped. And, like Gavin said, she breaks all of her bones. So, while she's in the hospital, completely paralyzed from, like, the neck down, the dickhead cop comes in. He's like, hey, hate to do this to you, <laughs> but uh, your husband committed suicide. He wasn't murdered. Yeah. Which then obviously makes her insane, basically, to everybody. Everything is now, you know, ooh, who knows. But they've tried to sell it as the truth the entire time. Well, and what's this movie goes pretty deep. For and I, I this will be something I probably could have told talked to you about before we started recording. But did you know that the Necronomicon is also written in Sumerian? Sumerian is the language that they use in this movie, by the way. Right. If we didn't already clarify that. The aliens in this movie though. speak Sumerian. So there's innumerable connections in this movie trying to base basically she's Throughout the movie, she says things like, oh, he wouldn't do that. He, You know, oh, she's praying to God. Oh, he wouldn't kill himself. Oh, these these people are going crazy. It wouldn't be, you know. She never once qualifies it down to demons or religion or anything. She always scapegoats it with something else. So when I, by the time I finished this movie, I was like, this has got to be, this has got to be a take on religion. There's no way this was just an alien movie because everything mm. they say lines up perfectly with the, I don't know what you want to say, the myth, the lore, the fact, however you believe in yeah. religion. It lines right up with Christianity and its exorcisms and demons and, you know, all of that. And it's it's honestly, the more you, you can dig even deeper because the, the, the Sumerians, um, their quote unquote, you know, religious book, their Bible, talked about the, Anun- the Anunnaki which are supposed mm-hmm. to be the alien gods, which has since, you know, been a very loose translation and has been proven to be pretty factually incorrect. But but was discussed in this movie. Right. They do discuss the idea the Sumerians have an alien god. So that it's, was a whole right, subplot of the movie. <laughs> you know, it's really... That's why I'm saying I, I'm, a, I'm desensitized, but the movie in itself <laughs> is a very, pretty good movie based on the actual fact that it was made in. Um and it sucks that it got such a low score, but I think it's because the people that watch it just didn't know. Or, you know, again, or the probably, <laughs> uh, you know, whoops, that's loud. Uh, the movie was portrayed as very scary and just wasn't. Yeah, well, I think it was scary. Yeah, that's true. I think it was also marketed like paranormal activity where it's like the last 15 minutes are the scariest thing you'll ever see. And, you know, it just, I don't, this movie didn't even do that. There was no like, paranormal activity explosion like there kind of was but even in paranormal activity you got to see a lot more of what was happening yeah again this movie was pg-13 so we just didn't i would have but i mean even i was about to say i would have loved to have seen the aliens right because they don't even give us that 
But the little bit that they that do give owl. us, oh yeah, they give us the white owl. But then the little bit that they do give us is just black figures. Yeah, it's really you know demons. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> the movie is a take on Christianity, and it's they're not hiding it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes it beat. That makes that it just like half the other quality. movies that came out in the early in the 2000s, 2010s. <laughs> which is interesting. So another idea they explore, not idea that they explore, but another thing that they do, um, not that it's worth much, but you know, it was something that they did in Nope. Uh, in the movie Nope, I, if you remember that episode from forever ago, uh, I made the connection that they were very intentionally showing us the angel number of 444. And in this movie, this alien specifically, <laughs> yeah. whoever it is, whatever it is, is very deeply associated with uh, the time 333 which is obviously another angel number. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, you know, some crystal, crazy, huge angel numbers person, so I don't know what 333 means, but it's an angel number. Well, as far there as I go. know, for Christianity, the, the two numbers that are pretty big in terms of, like, Jesus is mm-hmm. the number three and the number seven. Perfect. So I think that's why they just picked 333, because it's early in the morning, because <laughs> seven, 777 is at a time. <laughs> Because the alien is God, okay? And that's why. Alright? That's the other thing, like... All it is. You think... There's no way it's the same alien as, you know, the, the Sumerians we're talking to. So it's... There's some, <laughs> like, so? some dude. Just some <laughs> guy. Just some guy. They're like, hey, you wanna go fuck with those <laughs> ants? <laughs> yeah. It's just that idea that we're just being watched by an even more intelligent society that gets bored sometimes and fucks with us. But they only do it in, like, Alaska because the population's so low. They're smart enough to know not to... And there's so many other things they can blame it on. <laughs> uh, I mean, as a as a Christian, I don't, you know, if, let's say, you know, Christianity's wrong, let's say that, you know, uh-huh. then I hope aliens are real. <laughs> because I at least want, like, the stuff that happens in the Bible and other religious books to be right. I don't want them to just be completely made up, like, at least have some type of realism to what I, what I think. There's like, if you look, so the phrase or name, I guess, that they focus on is Zimabu Eater. Oh, yeah. And it's like repeated a whole fuck ton. So I looked it up just now. (laughs) And the biggest hit that comes up is this random link. I don't even know what this website is. It's called Steemit. And it's called Zimabu Eater Short Story. And it's got just a bunch of this movie in GIFs. And it's a short story. I'm not gonna read it, um, but it was published four years ago. So, yeah, I am. Um, I was curious. I didn't get a chance to look it up, but um, how accurate the translations were that they were making in the movie. Um, it seems like there is some look into it, and it seems like I don't know. I'm not gonna read this <laughs> right now. Uh, this, this doesn't even seem very legit. This very random person from this very random university wrote an article called Sumerian Messages in the Fourth Kind. Um, but it doesn't look very legitimate. If you go to his link tree, it also has a, what's that shit? Cicada 331 or whatever the fuck that shit is and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they say, okay, the university's real. We're Finnish. Finnish university. Um, I, you know, I'm not even going to link it, but if you Google Zimabu, Eater, you can look it up yourself, but I'm not going to say how to spell it, so good luck. 
figuring it out. From so it's a, I'm so that it. does mean something. We just don't know what it means. <laughs> I, I think so. It, based on this, again, I you know I'm not going to give any legitimacy <laughs> to any of these random websites I'm finding from my Google search right now, but whatever. It probably just means uh, like you're all my kids or something stupid. Like, <laughs> something fucking you're all my dumb. Kids. Oh man, but you know, honestly, what really happens is she goes really crazy and starts making shit up. But aliens are real. So, whatever you want to believe, I suppose. And they even, even fucking Melia's documentary host character says that. She's just like, well, I hope you enjoyed this. It's all open to your interpretation. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> well. And, you know, it's fine. You see how I interpreted it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, so, the scares. Not good, Where? right? Like these are bad. <laughs> Where yeah, <were> they, <laughs> they 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 do. Like, what was that movie? The Nun had a scene like this where I think the Nun ended, and it was the only way that it tied in with the Conjuring. I can't even remember specifically, but the Nun showed footage of like another exorcism happening at some point. But it's just, yeah, it just looks like an exorcism happening, but it's PG thirteen. So we're like watching it through a camera, and so it gets all dis- distorted, and you like kind of sort of see what's happening, and it's supposed to be really scary. The only thing scary about it is that they just do the worst kinds of jump scares. Yeah, <laughs> and, like the very first one in the bed zooms in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not even that one. Uh, there's a uh, I guess it's later then. Uh, there's an interview being done or something, or she's doing hypnosis on Tommy, I think, and so. It shows, like, everybody in the room for, like, five seconds apiece, and it's deathly quiet. And then whoever, like, Tommy or the second guy, whichever one, just immediately gets possessed and starts screaming. And it's just the bam of screaming. And I'm, like, knowing it was going to happen. And I was, like, there's no, I just muted my television for a split second. I was, like, no, no, (laughs) not today. So not well. Then they they try the old uh, the old only sound scares where you can't see right? what's happening, but they try to add like sound <laughs> effects and the people screaming, and you're like, oh my god, oh. the the unknown is so scary. <laughs> but it's like it wasn't it. It just wasn't it. It wasn't it. Right. But honestly, if we're gonna talk about the real villain of the movie, I think it's this this cop. This lead cop with how much power he has over such a small society. He's just on a crazy power. I don't think he can do half the things he tries to do in this movie. He's the freaking sheriff, dude. So, if we didn't say it outright, Tommy murders his entire family and himself Mm -hmm. uh, at one point. Yeah, because of what he saw during his hypnosis with the doctor. And that's when we first got the Zambo Angisa or whatever you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Zabumafu monster. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so, again, uh, Sheriff August is his name in the movie. That's played by Will Patton, like I said. He immediately goes to Mila and is like, What the fuck did you do to Tommy? What did you. What did you. It's your fault. You're, and he's like, You're the last one that had meaningful contact for him because he was screaming for her to get there right before he did it. Um, and you weren't, you know, you weren't able to save him. So what the hell did you do to him? 
and tries to blame the hypnosis and just puts everything on her. And then when the second guy, Scott, ends up getting paralyzed from the neck down, he's like, you're under arrest. That's it. I'm tired of this. And even what did you do? What did... one of the other like side characters even walks in? He's like, she literally can't do that. <laughs> You're gonna just <laughs> she... arrest her? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, you can't do that. You can't, you can't arrest her just because you're afraid and don't understand. Because it was the other, it was like the therapist that's giving her therapy throughout this movie. Yeah, he jumps in and he's like, I know you know damn well this grown woman did not paralyze that man yeah, from the right, neck exactly. down. Yeah, right, exactly. So he's like, you know what? You're on house arrest then. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody's like, okay, sure, that works. <laughs> he still doesn't have Dude. the power or grounds or basis to do that. Speaking of when she's on house arrest, when that deputy is on the, you know, 911 call, and he's like, there's something above the house, and it's pulling them out. And then and then they get there, and he's like, what happened? And he's like, my deputy didn't see shit. <laughs> it's like, That's so crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. This, so the whole second act just to te- like i don't know the whole weight of anything just goes out the window because yeah there's an eyewitness to the entire event multiple and all the time <laughs> yeah and she still is just like getting dicked over again and like i i get it to a degree but like with how serious the documentary is to lose your legitimacy over the legality of certain actions okay yes. like come on man like there's i there is the idea, you know, if you really fat brain it and think it's super in depth, like this, the, the chief is, he's the type of sheriff to where, you know, he'd probably say fuck you to the guy anyway, even if he did provide eyewitness testimony. But there wasn't even like a 30 second scene of that guy trying to defend the doctor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like she, the daughter gets abducted in this beam of light. There's a brief image of a like generic, you know, UFO that comes over her house. And he's he's the deputy that's on constant surveillance for her house. So he's watch he watches all of this happen. He says, you know, the footage didn't get captured. It's all distorted. Uh, also, sheriffs. Um, we're watching the footage in real time, and you can clearly see the shit that happens in all the yeah, footage. It's not that <laughs> it doesn't get distorted enough, man. It does not get distorted enough. So that was bullshit. Uh. And then the head sheriff, Sheriff August, goes up in there, and he's just like, where's your daughter? She's like, I don't know. She's missing. You had a sheriff watching me. You tell me. He's like, fuck this. I'm taking your other kid. Can he do that? Just on the spot? He just takes the other kid. After breaking what? her mirror? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After ruining her property, he says, I'm taking your kid. I guess he's sheriff, CPS, all of it, all at once, because we're in fucking Alaska. So who else is there? It's the judge and the jury. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and she just has to accept it. And that's that. And the movie even uh, ends like that. She never gets her kids back. It says the oldest one is estranged from her at the age of 22. And uh, Ashley never came back. She just disappeared forever. I was, I was hoping she was going to come back and, like, have eyesight. That's what I, yeah. that's what I was really hoping. Because, like... That w- it would have been an interesting idea, but that would have given us the sequel. Well, that, no, that would have tied in with the religion thing, because Jesus oh, gave that yeah, guy oh. eyesight in the biblical story. So then it would have been oh, like, okay. whoa! So there's a fourth kind, part two, set up for like 2027, probably. Oh yeah, it's coming. 
It's Ashley telling her telling her story. Ashley of being on the ship. Yeah, I don't know. She's. <laughs> I, I was she. She wasn't like an actually blind kid, was she? No, I don't believe. Okay, well then she sucks at acting too. Oh come on! If she was a real blind kid, I wasn't gonna give her any. Let's <laughs> see that she was in Vampire Academy, dude. I don't know. And 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 persuasion. I don't know. Mia McKenna Bruce, English actress. <coughs> I don't know any of these things. Oh well. But she's twenty five, so yeah, she was actually just playing a nine year old in the movie. Nailed it. But I don't think there's much else to say really. Fine movie. I mean like we said. If you like documentaries, you'll like this movie. Every, really. Everyone here knows how much I enjoy a good backstory. And you can take <laughs> this backstory fucking deep. So I didn't mind it at all. It was fun for me. Yeah, little little bits of back and again, it's all for the most part generically accurate. And they play it safe because they just don't get into... They just don't elaborate on anything. They, like, baseline knowledge of everything (laughs) they do. They they tackle it at its surface layer, which is factually correct at surface layer. And then they're like, all right, we did what we had to do. Now let's do whatever we want to do. And then that's it. So we don't even get... A generic portrayal of an alien, which is upsetting. Yeah, I don't. That. that was annoying. I didn't like that. It would have been interesting to see what they uh, what they did. Also, I but... apologize for not uh, knowing the significance of the owl. I'm sure it's. I have a weird. If they would have used like a snake, I would have been able to give you some factual deep yeah. dish pizza on that. But I don't know. Uh, I can't think of anything with an owl off the top of my head. Not to mention, the new ancient aliens are dog shit, so I don't watch it too much these days. <laughs> unfortunate, unfortunate. So, out of six, Sporks, what are you thinking? Um, ooh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it, I think the last bad rating I gave was a two, and mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed this movie, so I, like, well, okay. it, in hindsight, in the moment, I didn't. <laughs> but in hindsight, I'm gonna I'm gonna also give this a two. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I like documentaries. I'm gonna give it a three. <laughs> when I'm when I'm viewing it as a whole, not a great horror movie. Yeah, but a very well put together documentary movie. I, like, yeah, I mean, and it's only ninety minutes, like exactly ninety minutes, basically. So it's not even really a long watch. It is a bit like dulling at some points because it has to tell you information yeah. because it is done so documentary style. So if you just don't even like documentaries, you're not going to like this movie. Yeah. But if you like documentaries generically, give it a shot. Or if you give us... if you go into it, maybe not. I feel like if you go into it not knowing it's fake, but you like and you like have that mindset, you'll like it. But you can also really enjoy it knowing that it's fake. But also having the knowledge on, like, you know, for lack of a better phrase, ancient alien, like, history stuff. You can really enjoy the movie, even if you, like, just because of how well I think they portray the things that they do. They depicted things pretty like, good. If you like aliens in general, I think this is just one of those movies you should watch. Because it's pretty good. You won't get to see any aliens, it's, though, so that's like... You do not get to see any aliens, but you do get to see some interesting aliens. You get a flying saucer, I think. Or like... For half a second, they zoom in on it. They make sure you see it. Yeah. In the in the un 
intelligible video that they couldn't use as evidence, even though it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> and they do an interesting thing uh, with the credits, where I believe they're using legitimate audio from phoned-in reports of UFOs. And I'm only saying that because it sounds pretty legitimate, and like where the calls are being taken from Utah. sound like... Yeah, they sound like legitimate locations to be calling into. Like, some of them are even just radio stations. And, like, I know there are radio hosts out there that do things like that. So, you know, it's cool. It's, uh, can't even really say it's a fun watch. But it's a watch. And it's not, (laughs) it's not the worst thing we've talked about. No, that's still a is for sure. (laughs) So, to summarize... I think I did. I already say I, I give it a three. Did I say yeah, that yeah, already? I, I got okay. Cool. All right. I think um, three and a two. We, okay, movie. Yeah, recommended. We can add in just to touch on it again for the spork feeding coming up. We're doing the aliens, and if you what if you guys want to hear more about the Anunnaki and the Sumerians and Enoch and Nibiru, the planet that comes around every once in a while that they're all from, I can spit that to you. That they're all from. I can give you that. All, if you want to hear more factual, about that, tell us. I got all you. Actual information. But also, <laughs> if you want to hear stuff like that's not fake <laughs> and that has been debunked, <laughs> and that the guy Zachariah Sitchin who wrote the book everybody hates, if you don't want to hear about that stuff, <laughs> then tell us that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just really let us know. Um, That'll be next week's episode. Uh, two weeks from now, it'll be John and I again. I don't know. Couldn't tell you what we're doing. We did get the mist recommended. That's on the list. We've gotten in. We've gotten a few recommendations, and I've been jotting them down. But I don't know where I jotted them down. But there's there's some <laughs> out there. Okay. So but we have a Twitter now. You. We do have a Twitter. Again, endlessly plugging it, endlessly shilling for ourselves. So please go check us out on Twitter at bloody sport pod talk to us over there uh you know we retweet fun things sometimes and, and tweet occasionally and just want to you know you just want to spork all over your twitter feed so indeed, indeed you know. we do <laughs> follow us over there you can follow us on instagram at bloody spork where we kind of just post whatever uh, a little bit of everything sometimes you know who knows and if you want to email us, you can email us at bloodysportpod at gmail.com. You can email us for their movie suggestions, future spork feeding topics. Uh, tell us about your day. Whatever. Maybe not that last one, but if you really Yeah, we to. don't care, bro. So don't <laughs> tell us that. All right. I, I, I'd probably reply. Um, maybe. Who's to say, really? If, if, but, you better hope I'm not on the keyboard. Jesus Christ. Uh, There's going to so, be some hate messages. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think I think that's gonna do it, unless you have anything else you want to say. No, I can't think of anything. No, nothing else about aliens. <laughs> We're having that. a good time here at Bloody Spork. Some some minor growth in the past couple of weeks. Exciting, exciting to watch and be a part of. So we appreciate everyone that is a part of it. Uh, be on the lookout for the Snally Gaster Challenge. Hmm. We're not close. If you're still Stop. listening. What do you say? So we're not close to that. Stop. <laughs> uh, hee hee. I don't know when that'll <laughs> go live. But be on the lookout. Make sure you follow us. That's the only way you'll know about it. So that's all I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah. Now you have to follow us <laughs> if you want to keep up to date. But I think that's going to do it for me. I'm Dan. I'm Gavin. 
resident alien expert. I'm the everything and... expert. <laughs> well, okay. And I'm just the host. Have a great day, Sporky. Bye, Sporkies.